0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host Teresa Reese and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But I will not be reading from my book of poetry on today. I hope that you all had the most amazing holiday season that you were able to fellowship with friends and family and eat really, really good. Um, I hope that you were able to laugh a lot and just overall have a, an amazing holiday season. Um, for those of you who do not celebrate Thanksgiving, I totally understand. Um, but I still hope that you had a blessed holiday season. Nevertheless, um, today, I didn't have any particular subject to talk about other than the fact that I missed y'all like crazy and wanted to come on here and and say hello. Um, and just to say thank you as this is a season of gratitude and a season of thankfulness and mindfulness. Um, I just wanted to take a moment to thank my audience. Um, you all have been amazing. You have allowed me to reach goals that literally were just, at one point, a mere idea. Um, And now I look up and the podcast has grown in a very short amount of time. And so I just wanted to take a moment to just tell you all, thank you. Whether you've listened to one episode or you've listened to every single episode that I've ever recorded, um, whether you've told a friend or you haven't, thank you. Um, this has been a a wonderful journey for me. I've gone through a lot. Um, I've had even still, I still have highs and I still have lows as a part of living. Um, however, one of my greatest highlights is being able to be transparent with you, um, and it's like a community. I believe is like a safety haven for me. Um, one of peace one that i look forward to being on and just allowing me to go through this journey of what we call life not knowing what the future holds not knowing how many numbers of hair are on my own head (laughs) or how many numbers of hair i'm actually losing you know but i digress (laughs) but it's been a journey so i just wanted to take a moment to just say thank you to express my gratitude You don't have to listen to this podcast, but the fact that you opt to do it, I thank you and you are appreciated. Um, Your presence is very significant and thank you for spreading the love. Thank you for spreading the word if you are. And thank you for just giving me your ears for a few minutes every once in a while. (laughs) For those of you that have been following me for quite some while On the podcast, um, when I first started out with the podcast, the Dear Future Hubby podcast, I was so diligent in recording on a daily basis. And I did that for many, many days. And then over time, life hit. So um, when life hit, that, of course, changed things for me. So I wasn't able to record as often as I once was. Um, But I do hope that I have not disappointed, even with me not recording as often as I once did. Um, I hope that you still are able to glean from some of my mistakes that I've made throughout the course of my life. Some of the choices that I've made that literally... um, Sometimes we wonder, right? Well, hopefully you've been inspired and... You've gone the opposite direction, (laughs) the opposite direction of which the one that I've gone um, when it comes to certain choices that you've made. So for those of you who don't know, I am not by any means a life coach. I am not a therapist. I am not a psychiatrist. (laughs) I am not a licensed anything. I used to be a licensed cosmetologist, but, you know, that ship sailed. But. I literally am just a young woman who has been married, who has mothered six beautiful children, and I have one beautiful grandchild, and I've learned a thing or two about the consequences of my decision-making process. So over the course of my life, I have tried to change a few things in hopes that I can have a better outcome. Something says along these lines. I'm going to paraphrase. Um, if you keep doing the same things, expecting greater results, that's considered insanity. Um, in order for you to have better, you literally must do something different. And so that has truly been one of the one of the sayings that I've tried to adhere to. Um, if you don't know what the word adhere. Means I will go ahead and share that. And for those of you who are unaware anytime that I am recording on my podcast, if there is a word that I use that may not be one that's familiar to someone else, um I try to give the definition of it and not take for granted that everybody knows exactly what I mean when I say it. So when I'm saying it here, the definition is, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. Adhere means, and that's spelled A like Apple, D like David, H like Harry, E like Eddie, R like Robert, E like Eddie. And it says stick fast to believe in and follow the practices of represent truthfully and in detail. So what one of the things that I try to do is make sure that I am fully transparent with you um, as I Communicate and try to convey a lot of the decisions that I've made, a lot of the consequences of those decisions, where I believe I went right, where it is that I know I did. I turned wrong. Um, to convey means to transport or carry to a place, make an idea, impression, or feeling known or understandable to someone. Communicate a message or information. So what I try to do is convey, and that's what I try to do on all of my episodes, um, my opinions of certain situations, why I may feel that way, um, how I may do things differently if it were me. And and I kind of chuckle to myself sometimes when I think about that, because a lot of times when we're not walking in someone else's shoes, it is easy for us to say how we would handle their situation. But what I have really grown to understand is that we think differently. We have different experiences. We are different people. And all of this is for a reason. And although we would like to think if given the same circumstance, we will respond a certain way. The truth of the matter is, in my honest opinion, is that you never really know until that same situation is right in front of you. And you're being pre- it's being presented to you. And a lot of times, if we're honest with ourselves, we have a tendency to say the most righteous response. Very rarely, unless you are watching a television show or something, do you ever really hear someone say what they would not do and it be unrighteous. Or what they would do and it be unrighteous. So, yeah, I I worded it wrong. What they would do, and it'd be an unrighteous act. Most of the time, if we're just completely being honest with ourselves, we're going to lean more toward the righteous perspective. And if you're wanting to know the meaning of righteous, let me go ahead and look that up and give you that definition. So, the definition of righteous is of... A person or conduct morally right or justifiable, virtuous, very good and excellent. So typically if you like, let's say you tell someone, I love giving examples. That's another, (laughs) that's another thing about me. But if you were to tell someone, oh, so I found a hundred dollars. No, I went to the bank and the bank, the teller actually gave me an extra hundred dollars. But I didn't realize it until I had pulled off, was getting ready to get gas, and then lo and behold, after I counted all the money, it was an extra $100. Very rarely will you hear someone say, child, I would have kept that $100. Nine times out of 10, they're going to tell you, girl, you did the right thing. Or boy, you did the right thing by going back to the bank and giving that money back. And if you hadn't done it yet, you know what you should do. What I would do if I were you, I would go ahead and give that $100 back to the bank. As a matter of fact, do it right now while I got you on the phone. So that way, you know, we can just make sure that they get that money. Because, you know, you don't want karma coming back on you, girl or boy. But very rarely do we say, you know. You got that $100 for a reason. Don't you got a bill you need to pay? If it were me, I would just hold on to it because, I mean, God knew that I needed it, right? (laughs) Very rarely are we going to hear somebody, you know, so. And when you do, that's their honest truth and then we judge them. How about that? (laughs) People are funny to me. We are very funny. We will judge someone if they do right. And we will judge them if they do wrong. <laughs> we are funny, funny, funny. But as a matter of fact, that did happen to me. Um, so this is years ago, y'all. So I literally had went to cash a money order. And the lady, I guess she was distracted or something. She gave me an extra $600. And when I got to the house, I was in the driveway. I'm counting my money and I'm like, Uh, the money order was just for 600. She gave me $1,200. I drove right back and I gave her her $600. And the person that I was dating at the time was like, why didn't you just keep it? But I am a firm believer that you reap what you sow. So I was like, "Mm, no, Uh, no, that I, and then she told me, thank you for being so honest because I would have lost my job. So my making the right decision on her behalf and just doing right, because it was the right thing to do, allowed her to keep her job. Um, hopefully, because I, you know, I didn't go back to that location. I didn't go back to that location to cash any more money orders after that. Um, but I hope what she learned from that was like, I need to be more mindful. If She was distracted to stop do whatever it is, answer whoever question and then start all over again and recount. I hope she learned something from that. Um, but yeah, and that's it's happened to me more than once. I have literally been that person that has found wallets with money in them and turned them in. Um, yeah, it's happened to me. Over the years it's happened a lot. But I don't it's just ingrained in me to do right. That's literally how I was raised. I was the type of person that would tell on myself so nobody else would have to that's that's just how I was raised I remember skipping school one day it was senior skip day and I remember skipping school one day and went home told my mom mom I didn't go to school today it was senior skip day she's like okay the next day she gets a phone call from the principal (laughs) and the principal was like um yes we're calling For the parents of Teresa Reese and she's like this is her I'm her mom and then the principal went on to tell her we just wanted to bring to your attention that Teresa did not attend school um and they had what was called senior skip day and you know she is a senior my mom's like I know she told me and the (laughs) the principal was like she told you she's like yeah she tells me everything and that literally is how that went down Um, And of all the people that skipped, I was the one that told my parent can't speak for all the other people. But I told I went home and told my parent. Um, I've always just been that type of person where I just feel like honesty is the best policy. And. I've been told. That it's not. And everybody's entitled to their opinion, but. I'm here to tell you, I just really, truly believe that it works for me. And to be quite honest with you, whenever I'm in a situation where I feel like, okay, I know your truth. And right now you're telling me, or you're, you know, you got somebody else believing this. It makes me squirmish. Let's look up squirmish, shall we? (laughs) Let's look up squirmish. We're going to look up squirmish, so let's see if that's in the, in the, in the Oxford Languages Dictionary. Squirmish. Okay, first you got to know how to spell it, Teresa. <laughs> okay, so squirmish is S-Q like quality, S like Sam, Q like quality, U like umbrella, I like ink, R like Robert, M like Michael, I like ink, S like Sam, H like Harry squirmish and it means showing signs of restlessness resulting from feelings of discomfort or distress so i've just noticed like because i i try to let you know i try to encourage that's the that's the way to put it people to you know to be their authentic selves and maybe some people's authentic self is not to always be fully honest But I am the person that always feels compelled to tell the truth no matter what. So, compelled. Let's see what that means. Compelled. Now, for some of y'all, I really do get a kick out of looking up definitions. But anyway, (laughs) if you didn't know, now you know. Okay, so, compelled. Well, they break it down. Compelled means past tense. But force or oblige someone to do something bring out something by the use or force of, or pressure, the use of force or pressure, um, drive forcibly. So I'm typically compelled to just tell the truth. That's just, I was raised that way. Tell the truth, shame the devil, you know, so it's ingrained in me. It's just ingrained in, in me. And, um, yeah, I think I've made a lot of people mad over the course of the years because of my level of honesty. Um, and it's not intentional. It's just literally how I was raised. There's a comedian. Um, his name is T.K. Kirkland. And he, his, one of his famous lines is, who raised you? Well, the way that I was raised and the people that raised me, they raised me to tell the truth. And nothing but the truth. So help me God. So I have tried to do the same with my children. I've tried to instill that in my children. Um, just be honest. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with others. Um, And then I also have implemented most recently, what is the worst that can happen? So, um, and one of the reasons why I believe that I even went to that, you know, that I started doing that is because a lot of decisions that I've, I've made over the past, well, over the course of my life, truth be told, a lot of those decisions I realized later, as I was reading my journal inserts, a lot of decisions that I made were based out of fear. Fear of losing a friendship, fear of losing a loved one, fear of losing a man, um, fear of losing a job. So a lot of decisions that I would make were based out of fear. And I had, I don't know if it was a book I read or if it was a commercial, not a commercial, but like a show that I saw. But it was something um, that came across my ear gates and my eye gates. And it was in the form of what is the worst that could happen? And going through that process of asking yourself, if I tell the truth, what is the worst that could happen? If I lie, what is the worst that could happen? Now, one thing that I have learned watching people is that when you lie, you really do have to keep that facade up that has to be so draining um and that has to be mentally taxing let's look at facade y'all so facade the face of a built okay no that's not it an outward appearance that is maintained to conceal a less pleasant or creditable credible creditable reality so facade f like frank a like apple c like cat a like apple d like david e like eddie facade an outward appearance that is maintained to conceal a less pleasant or creditable reality so a lot of times when you are you know that's something that keeping up that facade and mm that has to be draining That has to be draining. When you could just be yourself and you could just be honest. There's freedom in that. There's liberty in that. So, and, and, okay. What's the worst that could happen? People are not going to like you because you're honest. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? Um, I mean, I think that's the worst that could happen. (laughs) There may be more. It depends on what the circumstance is. But, um... Y'all have proven to me. I said all that to say this. I I know it probably sounds like I went on a tangent. But I said all all that to say this. Me speaking my truth and love has allowed me to speak freely and be me. Everyone is not always going to like what they hear me say. I get that. I'm not for everyone. Just like everyone is not for me. But being able to be your authentic self, it frees you. Because then you're not forced to be defined by others' limitations. By other people's limitations of who they believe you should be. So there's a lot of liberty in being your authentic self. And we were not created, in my opinion, to be like everybody else. One of the things that should set us apart is our authenticity. And I believe that me and my me and one of my best friends were having this conversation the other day and we cut up all the time. But she had made the comment and I could relate. Oh, could I relate? She made the comment. She said, she said, I don't even know who people look like anymore because everybody wants to look the same. (laughs) And I don't know why I found that so funny, but I found that very funny. She was like, I don't know what's real. I don't know what's fake. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I can see why you would say that. And she's like, what happened? To people being okay with just being themselves. And I'm like, it's the programming. We both agreed. It's the programming. Look like this. Sound like this. Dress like this. Be like this. And then you lose sight of your authentic self. I don't want to do that. So when I come on this podcast, I want to be able to be raw, real and wise. I want to be able to be my authentic self. I want to be able to talk about subjects that most people may not even want to hear or talk about because either they're too painful or they're just too honest. I want to be able to do that. This is my third episode and my third episode is coming to an end. And as I'm. Reflecting and thinking about what it is going to look like for the fourth episode of the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I just want to stay in this vein of authenticity. But I want to bring other authentic people on to this platform to talk about their experience both in marriage and in their singleness. And what that looks like and feels like for them. Because everybody's testimony is going to be different. Although some may be very much relatable and the journey may be relatable. All of our testimonies are different. And so that's probably another reason why I try not to judge others. Is because I understand that when you're going through the process My process is not going to look like your process, but then I'm not going to necessarily cross the same path of the same people that you're going to cross who needs to hear about that testimony. Everything we go through is not always about us. Sometimes it's about other people and the the people that we may meet in the very near future. And that's another reason why I believe being authentic is so critical and so important is simply because I heard, I read it on a I read it on a t-shirt. It was a young lady and it's something where she said, that's what she said. I'm paraphrasing again, y'all. She said something to the effect of my journey is someone else's breakthrough. And so, I don't even know who this is for. I just felt literally led to get on here and speak to y'all because I miss y'all so much. Um, But the reality of it is, is that seasons do change. People do change. And even in our changing, it would behoove us to stay true to our authentic selves, in my personal opinion. So, that's like a behoove, because you probably like, what in the world? What is this girl talking about? No. <laughs> I'm just having fun with y'all today. Um So behoove B E H O O V E. It is a duty or responsibility for someone to do something. It is encumberant on. So all of this is according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, but encumberant encumberant. Or incumbent, I'm sorry, incumbent. Necessary for as a duty or responsibility. So, I just believe that no matter what, no matter how many seasons change, it would behoove us to stay authentic and to remain true to ourselves. I hope that y'all have the most amazing day. This is going to conclude my episode on today. But please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one authentic you. Have a blessed one and thank you so much for listening.